Insights with Latrice. I am your host, Latrice Kabuya, and I am so elated, so excited that I have Rodney Perry um, as my guest host today. He is so amazing. Good morning, Rodney. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful, wonderful. I'm so glad that you're here. We got a lot to talk about, about a lot to cover. Yes, okay. Ma'am. I need you to keep it clean because I don't know what's, who's watching or who's listening. I'm always clean. I'm always clean. I've been to your shows. They are absolutely amazing. Amazing. Now, now, my, my, my shows are adult, but, you know, I don't just walk around cussing people. Out. <laughs> you don't? You, that's not like every other word's not a cuss word? Okay. No, okay. I got, you. I, I got you. Well, first, I want to get into who Rodney Perry is because mm-hmm. we just know Rodney funny he's an actor he's a comedian um that type of thing but let's talk about Rodney born in Chicago grew up in Louisiana went to the Navy has five girls and one boy you know been married is a survivor um you know your health was a challenge at one point who are you Rodney besides what we see on TV I mean Large, kind of what you see is what you get with me, but I mean, I'm, I'm, the thing maybe people don't know about me is I'm like super competitive. Okay. Uh, I, um, I, I, I used to be athlete. I want to say I'm still athlete in my mind, but. Uh, I, I saw you yesterday running or hopping or something. Right. I mean, the, the, the. The biggest challenge with losing weight is that you kind of what you think you look like and what you look like is two different things. But 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 to answer your question, Rodney Perry is is all of those things. He's a father. He's a husband. He's a comedian. He's an actor. He's a you know. I think in this life we kind of get to be multifaceted. And although you are kind of the one thing, the whole of yourself, there is all these little versions of you that you get to be throughout the day. Okay, so Rodney, when you say there's these little versions, so the versions, in my opinion, are gifts. Like you have purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And your gifts get you towards your purpose, your mm-hmm. destiny, your journey. So Rodney, as a young boy, okay, did Rodney know his purpose? Did Rodney know, I'm going to make people laugh. I have a gift, a calling to, um, to make people laugh, to tap into the humor side of things. I, I could I could say yes to that. Okay. And and what I've learned as I've gotten older is everybody doesn't get that. Okay. Like it takes people their whole life to figure out what they're gonna do, what yeah. they what they're here for. Um, I believe I'm here to make people laugh, and I knew that in second grade. Wow. I, mean, I had a teacher in second grade that would let me tell jokes at the end of the day if I would shut up throughout the course of the day. So. Wow. That part of me dates way back in my life. But, you know, as I laid in the hospital bed almost 18 months ago. Yeah. And God kind of revealed some other things to me in terms of, um, in terms of the, the purpose being even greater. Yeah. Yeah. The, the you know, um, what I what I learned when I couldn't walk is that the blessing is 
in the single step. I mean, we're all trying mm -hmm. to get way over there, right? Yeah. We're all trying to get way over there, right? And it's easy to get kind of lost in that journey and going there. But the blessing is being able to take a single step. Because yeah. when you can't take a single step, you can't go way over there. Yeah. So so God kind of reduced me to the to the minutia of of what it is to be uh successful. Wow. Wow. So let's go back um on that journey. So tell me what happened. Tell the um listening audience what happened, what what was that? Because that was something that definitely brought insight. You know, a lot of times when something major happens, something traumatic, we always um, are like, oh, God, you know, I can't get through this. But it sounds like that's the opposite, that you found more revelation of who you are and what you're called to be during this really trying time in your life. Well, well, I can't I can't say I didn't feel hopeless in those moments. Sure. Um I was diagnosed with a, well, for your audience, uh, I had, I suffered a stroke 18 months ago, almost, almost two years now. Uh, I had a stroke, uh, lost the use of the left side of my body. Uh, had to learn how to walk again, had to learn how to use my left hand again. And even now I still have some deficit, but, um, I'm blessed when I meet stroke patients and, and see how people, everybody doesn't get to recover yeah. to, to, the, to this level that I've recovered. Yeah. So, I was, I was diagnosed hypertensive six years ago. Okay. So, you know, I, I started taking the, the uh, blood pressure medication and it affected my libido. And I was like, I'm not taking that. Right, right. I'm not, you know, you know I'm, I'm, what, I, what I'm not going to do is walk around <laughs> soft. Right. And, uh, right. And so I made a choice and it was a very stupid choice. Okay. What I know now is you should you should go back to your doctor and be like, Doc, this is happening. Give me something else. Yeah. I didn't do that. Okay. So uh fast forward almost five years later, I'm in the situation where I'm by, I'm having this stroke. And um I thought I was tired. Mm. I thought I thought I was just uh, you know, needed some yeah. rest. Yeah. And and that wasn't the case. And uh, I went. I went to the hospital, checked myself in the emergency room. Went to ICU for the next eight days. Wow. Uh, came out of ICU and went to rehab for the next. I want to say about 30, 40 days. So, in that in that time, I I, I got myself. We got back on my feet. Blah blah, and went, and went through it. And now I'm, I'm you know I'm working with the American Heart American Stroke Association on on people like me the okay. guy that would get the diagnosis and not take the medication the guy mm -hmm. that won't change his life because he's like well i like salt the yeah. guy that 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 um that's that's living that's not working out ever so yeah. uh it's uh there's a lot of guys like me so i just want to want to help them not go through what i want so what are you doing different as far as eating? Because I know that you like to cook. You're a crockpot cooker. I'm the crockpot so, cooker. <laughs> yes. So talk to me. Um, what are some things that you've changed since um, having the stroke? Mo mostly for me, it's sodium. You know, okay. I, I, I watch my sodium. Uh, uh, I was that guy that would grab the salt shaker and, you know, hit, yeah. hit my stuff up at the table. 
I was use heavy, heavy user of Lowry's season salt. Mm-hmm. I don't use Lowry's anymore, and I never touch table salt. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I do cook with some sodium, but not a lot. And uh, it, it just, you have to change your taste buds because, you know, a lot of times as African-Americans, we're so addicted to salt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's an addiction. It's, it's it like is. crack cocaine. It's like weed. It's, it like, it's like any other addiction. So Absolutely. we're addicted to sugar and we're addicted yeah. to salt. So what do we have? We have diabetes and we have high blood pressure. Yeah. So it, it's, it's affecting our community. So it's not just me, but it's a lot of us. And um, that, that's my main thing. And, and so as of late, I was talking to a, a friend of mine called me and said, man, Rob, my, one of my buddies has had a stroke. Can you talk to him? Okay. And as I was talking to this young man and about his stroke and, and, and the fact that he would get better and he would continue to move on. Yeah. It occurred to me that the, the advice I was giving him, I wasn't necessarily taking. Okay. And so I was like, yo, I need to, I need the motherfucker. <laughs> I, need, I need to do what I'm what you need asking to do. him to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. said I wasn't going to curse and I just did. I'm sorry. That's okay. Hey, it comes out sometimes. I get it. I understand. We're, we're, we do it. Okay. Well, I got too comfortable with you. <laughs> no, no. I'm feeling you though because I think it's so important and you're going to help so many people. Just the fact that you're that guy that like most men, you know, oh, I'm good. You know, yeah, uh, I'm not going to take that because I need to have the sex. I, I need to get that on. on a guess, guess what? Guess what? Ain't no sex if you if you if you have blood pressure anyway, because okay. it's all this blood pressure related. So, Absolutely. you know, back in the saddle, I'm feeling good about myself. Absolutely. Yes. Come through with it. So with that, you definitely have overcame that part and still a journey you're going through. So what are some of the um, other journeys or some of the other things that you've had to face in your purpose, in your career that that has been like, wow, do I really need to do this? Am I really called to do this? I, you know what? I, I've never second guessed it, man. I mean, wow. I've really, I mean, I, comedy is kind of my, it's kind of my solace. Okay. Like, it, it's what I do for a living. Yeah. But I tell people all the time, being a comedian is probably the most faith-based profession you could be in and not be a pastor. Like, sometimes I don't know where the next check is coming from. Yeah. But over the years, I've learned to have faith that God is just going to continue to provide. Like, uh, I, I, there's yeah. moments when I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, man, I, I always got to look a couple months, two or three months down, six months, a year down the world, right? And I go, you know what? My next six months don't look good. And then I'll get a call. Wow. The, the one call to cover that moment. And you'll be like, wow. So have so, you always been a faith man? I've, I've, I've been a faith man probably most of my life. I mean, and I, and I attribute some of that to my mom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my, my mom is, is you know, a, she, you know, well, we lost her back in December. Yes, sir. Uh, my mom is, a, uh, is, is and... I don't like to say, I don't like to talk about my mother in the past tense, but yeah. she's just, she's just always been the person that would be like, oh, don't worry about that. It's going to be okay. It's going to be know? okay. And it always is okay. Like, like 
if I could tell your audience every anything, no matter like especially in the day and age when people are committing suicide, yeah, it always seems insurmountable. Yeah. but it's never insurmountable. Come on, talk to me. It's never, it's never, it's never like every obstacle. Like my my daughter runs hurdles. Mm -hmm. I said, sweetie, hurdles running those hurdles is like a microcosm of life. Hmm. You have to trust the work you did because you can get over the hurdle. You know you can get over the hurdle because you got over one hurdle. Wow. So the next hurdle should get a little easier because now you have a certain knowledge that you didn't have before. Yes. And so life is like that. So I think I think life is kind of like a video game. Like I think God lets you like work on this level until you yes. conquer the level. And then you yes. move on to another level. And guess yes. what? On that next level, there's a new a new obstacle. There's right. a new thing. But guess what? The game is kind of the same. So you just move what you know to the next game. You got more knowledge now. Wow. So at, at 47 years old, I have I have a, a, a good a good amount of knowledge to, yeah. to uh, tackle this next level that I'm approaching. I love the fact that you said that you've never second guessed, you know, not saying that it was always easy because I will say in my faith walk, Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know what I'm called to do. I know my giftings and all of that great, beautiful, wonderful stuff that makes you who you are. But I'm right. not going to lie. There's moments where I'm like, Jesus, are you really sure about this? Because it gets hard. Sometimes it gets rough or that door you thought was supposed to be open is locked. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, you know, so you're like, well, maybe, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. Maybe you know, maybe I just thought this, you know what I mean? And so right. you, you have to stand in faith and say, no, no, no. I, I know from the beginning what God has called me to do. You know, there's confirmation throughout my life and and just run the course, stay that course, right? Because I think you, you, in my you know, life, go ahead. I'm sorry, you know what, Latrice, I tell my children is, and we don't always have the details, you know? Like, I'm a parent. I'm a father of six children, right? My kids don't need to know how the lights are on. Right. They, need to, they just need to know that the lights are on. So we don't have the details. As children of God, you don't always have the details. You're like, God, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you? God, like, well, you just calm down. Yeah. You just calm down. You know, you stay the course. So what I've learned through my life is, like, your success or your thing, whatever you're going toward, is like, like we trust our GPS more than we trust God. Come on. Like, you'll dial your GPS in and be like, God, you, the GPS, yes. I know you're going to get me there. Yes. And so, if you look at God like that, all you got to do is stay the course. Just don't leave the, don't leave the road. Right. Right. You're going to get there. Because if you leave the road, you end up on those life detours. You end up yes. Over here with you yes. to stay. Your exit is next. Come on. Are you preaching? Ronnie? What? Yes. Where are we send our offering to? Come on. That's some good word right there. And it's so, so true. Um, in your life, you know, I was looking. Um, well, first of all, let me just say this. I gotta throw this in. Um, because you know, I have met and I, 
you know, celebrities, you know, throughout my life and just the things that I do. And when I met you, and you probably don't even remember this at all, but when I met you at the TV, at a TV station in, yes, in Kansas City. With your, um, with your husband. I, I remember the husband, the babies, everything. Oh my gosh. What touched me more than just who you were as a um, public figure was your heart. When you walked into that room, okay, there was a lot of people there. And you walked in, you had this huge smile, okay, and you spoke to everybody. So I'm not going to lie. This is what I told my husband. I know that ain't Rodney Perry. Because in my mind, I was like, he's way too nice. I mean, you were just this genuine, down-home, you know, type of guy. So here I go on my phone. I said, Yes, him. And so that really blessed me and touched me because there are times where it's not always that pleasant, just to be honest. And so it was just such a blessing to see someone um, with your caliber, with your accomplishments, to be so um, genuine. And I think that goes back to who you are, you know, who you know you are. You know what I mean? That you know you're confident in your purpose, what you're called to do, and all this other stuff. Yeah, it's nice, it's fun, but it doesn't make you. You, you know what, Latrice? I would love, well, I received that first of all. I would love to um, to toot my own horn and, and and be like, I always have it together. I kind of don't. Okay. Um, And what I mean when I say that, I mean... You asked me how I second guess myself. I don't second guess my journey, but I often second jet second guess uh, moments. Okay. And, and what what do you mean, Rodney? Um, I second guess moments. So so like like yesterday, right? So I got a got a gig book X gig, right? Okay. I got a call. I get a call. It's only twelve tickets sold. Okay. Right. It's real conversation. Twelve tickets sold. Right. And I'm like, it's, it's probably two weeks out. 12 tickets so I'm like I'm like God when is the world gonna know mm, you know wow. that's my question I'm like I'm I'm really good I'm a great comedian what do do I need to be do I need to be more standoffish do I need to be and and what I what God keeps returning me to is just stay the course to stay the course one foot in front yeah. of the other take a single step Roddy Perry, take a single step. Don't worry about that. See, because, because your time is not his time. So I think if you look at God as the ultimate creator, right? Yes. So, and you as one of his creations. So God has taken, and he, not only has he created you, but he's also buffing you up. Yeah. He's buffing you up. Because when he shows the world you, you need to be brilliant. You need to be above reproach. You need to be you need to be somebody that can be under a magnifying glass. When yes. when God when God said in the story of Job, when God said you can you can mess with them, but you can't harm a hair on his head. He's like that was his. He yes. had already buffed the guy up. Yes. And so if if if, if wow. you're gonna if you're gonna be be thankful, you have to be thankful when it's not all good. Like yes. the the test is the test is not when everything is cracking. The test is when everything ain't cracked. 
Like, yeah. sometimes you have to go through the tough times so God knows you made up. You don't want to, you don't want a, a person in your life, you don't know what they made of. Yeah. yeah. Like, you got a husband, you know what that dude made of. You yeah. know what, you know what Olivier is made of. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you you done seen him in a tough time. You done yeah. seen him when he back up against the wall and he had to go, what, what you say? So yeah. because of that, now the tough times inform the good times. Yeah. Mm, that's good. That's good. I didn't know you were this deep. I thought you were just funny, Rodney, and nice. You're pretty deep, man. You know what? One of my one of my big issues with people in general. When you think about comedians, what do you say? He dumb, he stupid, he retarded. <laughs> no. Those are no, those are the compliments. That's those are comedy compliments. And okay. the reality is most comedians are probably well read and pretty, pretty smart people. Sure. And so um I, I'm I'm you know that's 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 one of the next in the next phase of my life I'm getting to into the motivational space. So you just okay. kind of Pull me in there a little bit today. Okay. Um, but I mean, I, I've been through enough and a, a, enough to really communicate, and I'm a communicator for a living, so yeah. I understand how to communicate with people. So yeah. um, don't be surprised if you see me in that space, Russell. Absolutely. So tell me this: what has been one of the biggest lessons that you have learned on your journey? Just want to like. That just knocked you on your butt. Wow. Um, uh, the the biggest lesson is is probably um, wow. That's a great question. I'm I'm, I'm cycling through my mind, really searching for it because I had I haven't thought about that. Um, when I do interviews, I pride myself on people going, oh, that's a great question. And that's a great question. Okay. So um, the biggest lesson I've learned is this. One, I, and I had to learn this because I was a bit of a wishy-washy person. Okay. So what, is, what does that mean? So um, I was so busy trying to make everybody happy mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be completely honest. And what what do you so instead of going, hey Rodney, can you do this? I will go, I'll try when I'm not gonna try. Mm-hmm. So um uh, my brother and I, we had a relationship that was strained because instead of saying I'm going to do this, I would leave it vague. Okay. And when you leave people vague, that no is better than vague. Right. True. Yes is way better than vague, but no is way, no is way better. And so I would stay vague just to kind of keep everybody happy and to, to stay kind of an almost yes. And yeah. the, the, the biggest lesson I learned is that you have to be clear with people. Yes and or no. Right. In, no, your industry, in any industry, though. With, okay. with my family, with my children, um, you don't tell don't don't tell a kid something you're not gonna do. First of all, right. but but you can't be vague with people. 
Okay. You know, my industry is is built on vague. Yeah. You know, you go okay. and audition, and they, they nobody ever tells you yeah or nay. You just don't get a callback because nobody okay. wants to be the one that said you're not good and you end up being good. So okay. the industry never the industry is built on vague. So I kind of adopted some of those those traits, and that was a big mistake. And so uh, as a as a a, a, a legitimate grown man, you probably you get you get what you get with me. Yeah. Okay. Yes. No. Yeah, you're, yeah. You you are. You're just straightforward, which I love because people think you know. Just don't let this soft voice fool you. I'm real straight, just forward to it. So um, I just have a few more questions for you. Um, one: How has comedy helped your marriage? <laughs> You know what? I was telling somebody this the other day. We've been married 22 years. I'm sure. I'm sure if if I wasn't a comedian, she would have left me 15 years ago. Stop. Because well, because of the travel. And believe it or not, the travel has kind of helped us, I believe. Because uh, we get to have a, a honeymoon Every time I come home. Yeah. And so it kind of keeps us reconnecting all the time. You know, when you're in a marriage, it's easy to get disconnected and you don't even know when it became disconnected. And okay. so with us, we kind of get to reconnect. And I, I, we was talking yesterday. I really think that we are better now than we were 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a better person. She's a better person. We understand each other better. Don't get me wrong. We still have our ups and downs. We still sure. don't agree on certain things. Sure. You know, but at, at the same time, to, to ask, the short answer to your question is comedy has, has helped us. I think the travel has helped us. Okay. Although the travel was a problem at first. Sure. But the travel has definitely helped us. Once we understood that it was going to be that and that if I'm at home too long, stuff start getting turned off, you know. Right. You know, right. if I'm at home too long, it's like. <laughs> what? 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 That's when you insert right. the cuss word. What the what? Absolutely. What the what? Right. Well, okay. so so that and 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 the humor, man. Like like I I don't I don't really trip off this ball. My wife is funny, man. My kids are okay. funny, like. They're 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 all like silly people, man. And, Which is uh, wonderful. That's so, that's that's fun, you know. Uh, with Olivier, we've been married almost sixteen years in November, and the other or actually yesterday he said something that I thought was so profound, and maybe it's because it's me, and he's so amazing to me. But um, he said, um, I love. He said I want to get into a mature love, right? Because. You know, Latrice can be a little petty. She has like a house in Pettyville. And so, you know, if Latrice don't, um, you know, see eye to eye with you, Latrice will drive right into Pettyville. And I know he was saying it for me more than him because he's more just solid, you know, sound. And, and I get it. I own it. I own it. I pay mortgage on my Pettyville. I do. I do. But uh, but right. it it resonated because... 
I desire that so much because we have such a great relationship. And so, you know, there's those little things. Um, and I say, yeah, a mature love so that, you know, I'm not pouting when, you know, things don't go my way. So I get it. I think, I, I don't know. I love marriage. I love love. I love love. That is just everything to me. Right. So I'm going to play a game. I like to play games. Okay. So I'm going to give you um, a question and just the first thing that comes in your mind. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> wait a minute. Let's do the, the Catholic cross. Okay. What is your favorite word? My favorite word, when. When. Okay. Tell me why when is. Uh, because I'm a winner. Um, I believe being a winner is a state of mind. Like you can lose a game and still be a winner. You can lose, uh, like you, you got to win here before you ever win. And so if you, uh, uh, there's a movie with the incredible Hulk and they ask and say, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you get so angry? He said, I'm always angry. (laughs) So always, it's just. You stay right. ready. So you got to stay in a perpetual state of win. And yeah. and then it's not a surprise when you win. I, that's good. That's good. What profession, other than the one that you have now, uh, would you like to attempt? Or in the past thought you wanted to attempt? That's a co- great question. Bucket list item is DJ. Uh, I, I just bought a DJ rig and I've been teaching myself how to DJ for the last couple of days. Oh. And um, I don't know if I would do it for a profession. I'm, I'm not ever going to do that. But Ever? So, <laughs> I, I'm sure that's not it. Was that old? No, that but, uh, old. <laughs> my kids, My kids would call me lame if I ever did that. So, oh, no. That's what my kids uh, call me. I, I hate that with a passion. Don't, don't call me like. But anyway. Because it makes uh, me feel old, and I'm not. And I'm cool. I'm totally cool. I'm cool. Yeah. But, but the, my kids told me last night, if you have to say you're cool, you're not cool. <laughs> ah! I was True like, that. ouch. That hurt. Screw that. That True hurt. That. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, um, but... I don't know if I do it for a profession, but it's definitely something that I want to do. I want to rock a party, you know, and I, I, I really, I really, um, it's coming. It's coming. So yeah. Okay. What are you not good at? What am I not good at? I'm not good at. roast like when when you have to roast somebody mm-hmm. um i always go too far and no boundaries oh my god it's so bad i've had people are mad at me and i don't like being mad at me but i You're i good. always if i know something it's over. for the comedy moment i'll say it okay so so I can't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I can't do no you more. Because I. It hurts feelings. I, it hurts feelings. I don't, I, I'm, I have people mad at me over that. Yeah, 
it's, it's been bad a couple of different times in my last life. Last yeah. question. Well, almost last question. But who is one person you would love to work with? Besides me, of course. Uh, besides uh, yeah, don't say Wow, that did. Wow. Okay, okay. Wow. Oh, God. Not right. Well, you right. can't be in it. Wow, right. That's crazy. Uh, no, um, Don Cheeto oh. is is a, a a super dope guy to me. I would love to work with him. Um, a, a woman, which is this, this, this is possible. I mean, I would love to work with Taraji mm-hmm. P. Henson. I think she's yeah. dope. Uh uh like a, a musical act. You know, I think I think I think Erica Badu is like dope. Yeah. And she's like really comedy friendly. Yeah. You know, I I like her. Um hip hop, Big Daddy Kane yes. comedy. You know, I, I like I like both of them. You know, I would like to do a movie with them okay. guys, like a, a high school. Okay. Stole okay. But I don't know. It's a few people out there. Like, okay, go ahead and just say me. I get it. I I understand. It's it's cool. It's all oh, oh, uh, Latrice. Latrice. Yeah. Latrice Kabuya. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. I get it. I get. It. I'll think about it. Kind of busy, Rodney. If you can fit me in, you got you got show. You got show. Just FYI. Yeah. So with that said, the last thing seriously is um I want you to tell my audience um just some insight, some word of wisdom. I mean, you've been knocking it all this whole time, this last 40 minutes, but just something that someone can hold on to that is listening, whether they're in a transition stage in their career, in their personal life, whatever it is that will give them um, a word of hope, a word of insight, a word of um, inspiration. What can you say to them? Um, You've already done the work. You've already done the work. You've, you, you've, read the book you've wrote the letter you've uh you, you've done the work and now you got to trust it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um you practice how you play so you got to you got to do what you do before the lights turn towards you so you got to you got to do it now be a star now like I give you a great example. Um, you have to walk. Well, before I do that, you have to walk in the in in the know. You have to know. I think that's what I'm saying. You got to know. So what do you mean, no, Rodney? Um, I saw Cat Williams blow up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cat Williams knew way before way before the world knew. Like, when Cat and I were open micers, I used to call Cat, hey, hey, hello, hey, Cat, hello, Cat Pack Investments, uh, man, you would like to speak to Mr. William? Yeah. I'm like, who is this? Wow. He had, you could not just call him. Yeah. He was operating yeah. like a CEO, and he didn't have running water in his apartment. Wow. You understand? Like, he knew. So, yeah. so... There are certain things you and all of us can do to, to, to let the world know that we know. Because if you don't know, you can't sell it. Right. Right. So, right. so the, the short word is this. No. Know no. you're successful. No. Don't, don't, don't be like, no, if you, you know, hey, how are you? 
here's here's my proposal. Yeah. Hope you like it. Oh, you don't? Yeah. Um, yeah. That person never gets hired. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have, to know. you have to know. That's good. That's good. That's good. And that that just really lines up with the word of God of, on who we are, right? We are made in his image. So, I mean, he's powerful. We're powerful, right? He knew purpose. Exactly. We know purpose. We should know purpose or we need to find our purpose. And so I really, really appreciate you, Ronnie, for um, letting us and allowing us to come into your world, into your insight and sharing with us. Um, you are a deep brother, a wise one, and just all around funny, as you know, but I appreciate it. Um, I'm looking forward to you coming back to KC and I'm looking forward to seeing what your next level is what the next part of your journey is because I know it's going to be great because even when you do your um your Instagrams and your Facebook lives you as funny as you are if you're you know crock pot cooking you're still throwing knowledge and wisdom and that's what we need you know what I mean with Anthony you know dying um Kate Spade you know it had what it looked like in terms of the money, the wealth, um, the fame, but it's so much deeper than that, that inner peace, right? Loving yourself from the inside out, knowing who you are, connecting to who you are. And it sounds like you definitely are doing that, brother. So I appreciate you and I thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. If they tell you Rodney Perry killed yourself, you need to call the police or somebody lying. I can't. I can't because you love you some Rodney Perry, don't you? What? Come on. Hey, Come on. Let me tell you huh? something. I, I would. This guy is incredible. Well, yeah, right here. He's Rodney Perry. Rodney. I love it. I love it. So, what's next for you? <laughs> uh, I did a uh, I did a movie with Kevin Hart called Night School. I did, I got one scene in the okay. film, so I hope they don't cut me out. Um, no, no cutting out. We need to see it. I, I, I'm going to be doing a serious XM radio show on uh, Kevin's network as well. I mean, he's Perfect. a good friend of mine. And I pride myself with not bothering him and asking him for shit. For stuff. And uh, that, was <laughs> that was too. And um, and so I just I just kind of have never asked for nothing. And he hit me up. He said, Rod, I got something for you. This is perfect for you. Da, da, da. So that's wow. coming down the pipe. I, I should be on the air before the year's out, and um, and you'll be able to hear me uh, weekly or daily on, on the Hit Network on XM Series XM. Wow. Awesome. Well, so, I look forward to that. That's an that's an exclusive because I really haven't told anything, anybody about this yet. Woo! I got the first exclusive. I'm the bomb. See how I just pull things. See, see. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. Uh-oh, I think we lost. Okay, we didn't lose you. Well, that's good. I'm well, sorry. Somebody called me. I'm sorry. Sir, you're on an interview. Okay? But you got to make that money. <laughs> I, I declined. Declined if they call. I appreciate it. Well, I'm not going to hold you any longer. Get that call. Thank you so much, Mr. Perry. I appreciate you. Blessings to you and your family. God bless you. I says, thank you very much. Thank okay. you, Patrice. God bless I, I, I like this look. I like this platform too. This is dope. Thank you. You know that's Olivier. I already know. <laughs> All right. Bye.
拜拜。